guys. Welcome to Jamming and Jammies. I'm Megan Barker. We are sitting down with some of our favorite music creators, industry leaders, and we're going to find out how they got where they are, get some valuable insights into the music world, entertainment world. You can watch the interviews online or tune into the podcast. Check out jamminandjamies.com for all the details. Today, I'm so excited to be sitting down with my friend, well, friends now, Scott. Scott Frenzel. You might recognize Scott because he is a TikTok and social media superstar and all-around influencer. We're going to talk about all the things he's been blowing up the last couple years so let's welcome him hey scott how you doing hi megan i'm so happy to be here <laughs> superstar you. oh my god okay yes. uh, adding that to the resume it's like after you start hitting the, the using the word million i feel like you've earned it listen you're so right you're so right i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna it. argue with that lean into it yes. <laughs> i guess if you say so <laughs> okay start at the beginning please just like where are you from and were you always creative a creative genius superstar Oh my God. Not <laughs> my friends and I got like, we literally are like gas prices are so high and we just gas each other up left and right. We're like, <laughs> we'll literally be on audio. I audio message. Uh, spoiler alert. I love the former Jammin' and Jammies alum at Haleana. Yeah. Um, and we voice memo like it's nobody's business. And it's literally like, we do, you know, do you ever think about how we're creative visionaries? <laughs> so if those audio messages leak, we're over. Um, oh my gosh! It's just crazy. It's mostly good just thing. Cringe. Good thing they mostly delete after. I know. I think mine's saved now, but yeah, they're supposed to. That's delete. when you're when you're like, okay, like don't save this, and then you see that they kept it, and you're yes! like, <gasps> how dare you? How could you? But sometimes <laughs> I have to keep them because they're so good. But anyway, um, my name is Scott Frenzel. I do nostalgic throwback. Uh, comedy, life, and college tips on, uh, I started out on TikTok.com, but now uh, everybody's kind of catching up to having their own short form. And listen, <laughs> I'm not the most loyal. I'll post it anywhere you'll let me post it. Uh, you're going you're gonna to give me the views. You're going to pay me a little cash. I'll post right. it. It's on your platform. Um, so I started on TikTok. Um, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio, not too far, just, just a little up north. My mom's um, from Sandusky, so like Cedar Point all the way. Listen, I never went to Cedar Point because I was Team Kings Island. Okay. So late. I've never been there. Fair enough. It's it's good, but it was like 20 minutes away. I thought that everyone just had an amusement park that close growing up. I was like same. Cause I was like I grew up here when I was really young and we had Opryland. So I just yeah. thought everyone had a theme park. You know, I spent spoiler alert, I spent four years in Nashville. I never went to Dollywood. I've never been to Dollywood. <gasps> wow. We are spilling all the tea. Literally today. the headlines that are about to come I'm out so of this. Sorry. Oh my God. I feel like it's one of those things that when you live there, you're like, oh, I could do this anytime. Yeah. And then you just never end up doing it. Also like poor musician. Like I just haven't done it yet, but I will right. this okay. year. Okay. I'm going. When was the last time you went to Pancake Pantry? I went this year after COVID. <laughs> but you I were going to be like this week. I think I'm going right now. I'm literally on my way there. I'm, I'm actually in line right now. I'm in line right now. I actually, I think that I've only been twice. We are all over the place, by the way. We this are is going to so, be so okay, much let's... fun. <laughs> so you're from Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm from Cincinnati. Um, I grew up in Cincinnati. Uh, did I, was I out of the womb a creative visionary? Um, I have to look at the tapes, the VHS tapes, but I don't have a VHS player. So it's hard to say, okay. but I was always very imaginative growing up. Like I would have my little stuffed animals um, and they would have like, they each had a personality and they, they, I would do like little, not like plays, but I would just have like adventures that they would go on in my nice. head. And um, I didn't realize that like, maybe that wasn't like, everybody wasn't doing that. Like a lot of people were, but a lot of people weren't. I just thought that was like that's how you played. That's not normal. Cause that's, that's what I did too. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> aren't there there's all these like little tidbits that you remember back and you're like oh yeah I was like very creative growing yes. up and or, like, like all of all of my animals had to be included because I didn't want anybody to feel left out empath vibes listen, all the way listen because they knew they knew if I left them out did you like have all your stuffed animals in your bed because you were like if one of them is not yeah I yeah. don't want anyone to feel left out. Yes. That is literally the most absolute. Yeah. Yep. 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 We need therapy. It's fine. We <laughs> should have been in therapy a lot earlier is yeah. what we're hearing from this. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I grew up in Cincinnati. Um, I actually was not involved in music or anything too much until a little bit later until like high school. Um, just, I think growing up in like suburban Ohio, I think there were like very strict gender roles. And I think I was a victim of that, mm-hmm. um, where it was like, I played like basketball and baseball, which was fun. Like I was in the fifth grade. Like I wasn't ready to like right. write a sonata, right. um, but, <laughs> but but I did like have a little interest in music and that wasn't really something I was encouraged to do, unfortunately, um, until mm-hmm. a little bit later. So I was in high school and um, and I was like, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. Everyone's asking me to join the choir. I guess I can join the choir. <laughs> and I sent my little voice teacher was like, you sounded like you like you could not hit a note. Like it was honestly impressive how far you were from each and every note <laughs> that ah. you were trying to sing like zero percent oh right but I kept with it and I had fun and then I you know I got better and better and then I started to do private lessons and like you know it, wow. went, it, it went from there um but I did feel a little behind and and so um and then I got into the theater world a little bit in high school too which was so so fun and I was so blessed I had a really great um theater director and that it's crazy how like I'm going to sound so cheesy, but like a really good teacher really can. I don't want to be like, change your life. No, but really like, but really because yes, like they can really spark an interest in you that like you didn't realize that you had or that like, or just like building this foundation for you that like sets you off to like, you know, 100% to explore. And I, I think it's like, you know, when you're a kid, you don't really have like how many people do you really have in your life that are like doing all these different things? Like you have your parents, you might have like a couple like, oh, this is mom and dad's friend, Rebecca, right. and he's a carpenter. <laughs> like you don't really have that many people to look up to. And so I think it's cool in like high school when you kind of do get like my my theater teacher was she was on Broadway. Um, and then she came back when she like was raising a family to Cincinnati. And so she was the, the theater teacher at our high school. And just like having that level of yeah. talent was just really set me up for success um so that was cool and then I was like okay it's time I want to be a music star so I said where where do you go if you want to do music Belmont University duh duh um so I spent four years there uh, which was so fun learned so much about myself learned so much about music in the music world and entertainment and I think it's such a good Nashville is such a good place to learn the entertainment industry because it's um, it's a little bit more approachable and accessible. It's yeah. kind of like in a nice package where I think it's really easy to get lost in an LA, New York, yeah. but Nashville is so like, you know, you join like the young songwriters association, like all of these things are very accessible um, which I don't always feel they are that way. I, I've it's never like been in New York. It's a small town. It's a community. It is. It's the big small town. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, it's definitely like approachable to get involved um, 
which is so good. And like get a little, play a little writer's round, like do all that yes. kind of stuff and like get your feet wet and, and get bigger and bigger with it. Um, yeah. So I love Nashville. Um, and then I did a little internship in college out here in LA doing social media, which I always had a big interest in. Um, and then uh, after college, I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. So I packed up my little Honda Civic and I <laughs> drove out to LA yes. in a little sublease for two and a half months. And I'm very grateful for people that were like, oh, you don't have a job yet. Like if you want to like, just like pay cheap rent at my house, it's fine. And like, wow. you know, and nobody is, no one's self-made. Like everyone has somebody that, that Amen. has definitely helped them um, on their journey. So that was definitely me. <laughs> and uh, then it just, I was working at a restaurant in LA. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was like, okay, you're like, you're here. You've been here for like a year and a half. You haven't really like done anything entertainment. And it was like, everyone's talking about TikTok. You have all the time in the world. Now the unemployment check is coming in. Right. So if you're going to do it, do it. And, uh, so I just downloaded TikTok. I was like, I, I had like a little Instagram following. Mm-hmm. Um, I was relying on my looks, not my, <laughs> not yes. my comedy chops. <laughs> um, so I downloaded TikTok and then just started like posting, you know, a couple videos. And I think the the beginning of any, you know, any social media platform, but especially TikTok, um, if you want to get into it algorithmically, like just putting stuff out there, because we're all very multifaceted people, right? We all have like very, you know, very different interests. Um, you know, I don't know, you could have like a secret cat account of like, <laughs> you're like every striped cat that I find, I take a picture, and I put it on the internet. Um, how did you know? Or like Lord's onion ring account. Did you hear about that? No. Lord, yeah. Lord, um, the Lord, the, Lord. the singer, our, our, Lord. Um, <laughs> our, Lord. <laughs> our Lord with an E at the end. Uh, she had a secret onion ring account where she would like review onion rings. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. I'm here. For um, yeah, but you know, you kind of figure out a, you know, okay, how do I take this part of myself, this thing that I enjoy and kind of, you know, boil it down into a way that's very approachable for social media. And I think the start of any, especially with how the new algorithms work, where they're delivering, it's less based on like who you're following and more based on what you subconsciously enjoy watching, which is a little bit scary, but like, yes. <laughs> listen, it works. It's working. Sure. Um, it's like, they know what you want to watch more than you do, which is kind of weird, but um you know so accurate uh but it but it just kind of became a little experimentation game and then um I the one that I did that I was so excited about it was called fan groups I'm most afraid of and so it was taking a little bit of my music knowledge and then just talking about like stan culture and like pop star stan culture and so I just was just making jokes about like oh, you know, the Selenators, they could probably like leak my credit card information because they've made like average <laughs> yeah. music go to number one, but I could probably like lock the card before anyone could spend any money on it. And then like the K-pop Hilarious. stands could like wipe my existence from the planet and they're more organized than like Island Nations and the CIA combined, <laughs> like very that. So I just like put that uh, out there. Uh, and then it was, it. I mean, it hit maybe nine, I don't even know now, maybe like 900,000 views or so. And I was wow. like, wow wait a minute you're like this is a thing am I funny (laughs) (laughs) am I viral I was like my looks aren't gonna stay forever but I can talk for a long time (laughs) (laughs) wow so yeah so that was kind of the first one and then uh my I'm very organized in my head so it kind of became okay how can you I think the, the thing that a lot of people don't think about and a lot of people don't really talk about with social media is 
being creative is very hard. And especially when you have a blank canvas in front of you of like, okay, what, you know, what should I, what should I do? Um, Yeah, it is. It is super overwhelming. And so I never like, I always had to kind of have a concept. And so as I got more into it, what I would start to do was like, okay, I'm going to, this is my idea that I have in my head, whether that's like teachers, high school versus college. So making fun of like how high school teachers are like, oh, you're two minutes late. That's not going to fly in college. And then like in college, there's like 80 of you and they don't even take attendance. (laughs) Very that. And so like, okay, like I can make a lot of jokes about this. So I'm going to create a concept for it where it's like, here's your high school teacher. And then it flashes to your college teacher. And there's a contrast to what they're saying. And then if it does well, I can make part two, part three, part four, mm-hmm. part five, part six of this until, you know, I think I'm at like part 40 of that one. <laughs> I mean, it works. Ooh, it works. Um, and so that's kind of the way that, that, that brainstorming was really like approachable for me um, to kind of put it in that bubble. Cause I think nobody really talks about that with like how you come up with the content. I think people ask, but like it's very structured for me and it, and it has to be. And I, I attribute that to a lot of my success because with, I think a lot of people don't realize like with social media, it's not always about putting out the best product. It's about putting out a good product fast because mm-hmm. if you spend 10 hours on a video and it gets, you know, not the views you were expecting, let's say like a couple thousand views, a couple hundred views, you're going to really feel very defeated. But if you just are like, oh my God, wait, this is kind of funny. I'll make a little video. I'll put it out. I try to spend no more than an hour and a half per video. Mm-hmm. And that's like from brainstorming to put pressing post. Yeah. And then it you don't feel as like committed to it because you didn't well, spend. There's got to be a return on the investment. Otherwise exactly. you're wasting your time. Yeah, exactly. 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 And I think that's the hard thing too, is that the higher you go is it sometimes it just never feels like enough. You're like, <laughs> like how I, that was the thing when I hit a million, I remember having this feeling it was on my birthday, which was so crazy. This was a million on TikTok. Oh my God. That's amazing. Um, and I remember hitting a million and I was so excited, of course, cause it was like such a, it's such a milestone. Um, but I was like, okay, now what? <laughs> like I was, I was still working at a restaurant. Like it was kind of like, oh, I have to build a business behind this, yeah. that this, this is the marketing. Yeah. And now I have to have some form of monetization behind it. So what did you do? So I, I had a deal, a brand deal with uh trolley gummies, like the gummies, sour gummy worms. Yeah. Love. I was like yeah. ecstatic when they yes, reached out. I bet. I like, ah! um, and so I, they were like, you know, we want two videos. It's the campaign. I'm like, okay. So I quoted them a price. And I was like, wow, if they say yes to this, did I really just make this much money from two videos? And then they didn't counter. And I was like, okay, <laughs> from my little Belmont business classes, I know if they don't counter, that means I way undersold myself. Yeah. So I was like, listen, I'm not very good at this side of it, of this, because it's hard to put a price on yourself. Absolutely. You know, and your time, especially when you're growing, you're, expe- you're kind of like especially a baby. when you're growing. Yeah. 
Exactly. Um, so I reached out, I looked up all the social media influencer agencies and I reached out to, you know, probably 30 or 40, um, three got back to me. I met with each of them. And then my team, uh, now at my people know, give a little shout out, um, my agent, Michaela, my manager, Michaela, we just so vibed and she just totally got what I was doing and was like excited for my career and was just knew my content because some of like one of the meetings I went into and the person was like watching my videos, like as we were talking, I was wow. like, you could have taken five minutes, five yeah. minutes before this to just peek, yeah. Literally at, peek just at a couple Google. of them. Just like, Google. Th- just Google, like, yeah. you know. Um, and so that, and they're, and they're really the reason that I was able to leave the restaurant and, and start doing full time um, was because they were, you know, able to negotiate really good deals with brands, which was so exciting. That's but, great. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay. So hold on. We just covered so much there. What do I want to ask? Uh, so like, how long was it when you first started posting to something blowing up and, and what was blowing up at first for you? Yeah. 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 Um, that's such a great question. I think that, you know, it. I think it depends for everybody and I would hate to like put a specific like time frame on it. Cause I would hate for anyone yeah. to feel discouraged if like, Oh, I, you know, I didn't blow up after, you know, this amount of time, it's not going to happen. Cause that's sure there was, not there true was at all. Like some gradual growth before you blew right. up too. I'm sure, you know, the right. 5,000 views, 10,000 views. I think it was about three or four weeks before I had like one that was like this many people saw this. Oh my God. Actually the first one. No, I can actually figure that out in the map of my head. It was three weeks and it was so embarrassing because my first video that like did numbers, I was sitting, <laughs> I was, it was Easter and my roommate at the time had on, um, God, what's the, what's the movie, the 10 commandments, that film. And, uh, I remember like they made us watch that in Sunday school yeah. and it's like a hot movie. like all the guys are shirtless and oily with hairy chests (laughs) and like the one I forget who she is it's not Cleopatra I don't remember I had a bad history teacher in fourth grade don't ask me anything I don't remember but she's like hot she's like wearing bikinis and like it's a hot movie and so I was like sitting there and I just like zoomed in on the on the tv and I went I just like very monotone was like, they showed me this movie in Sunday school. Why did they think I wasn't going to turn out homo? And it was like <laughs> <laughs> zooming in on a hairy chest. And oh, like, I, love I rem- it. yes. And I remember seeing it, like the views rack up and being so mad. I was like, why is my face not in this video? This is so dumb. <laughs> you know what's funny is I think I've heard that from other like social media people and even in music, but it's always the thing that you never wanted it to be or the thing you never expected. Right. Totally. 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 So hot, naked, hairy guys. Hot, Sorry. Naked. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, but, but that it was kind like of, it, it took off pretty quick, really. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And then, and then I kind of refined, right. And that's when I kind of started my formula of like, okay, like, conceptualize put it because you can't really recreate that video I mean I guess you could like but I don't know that wasn't also it's kind of choosing what you want your brand to be right and like that wasn't really what I wanted my brand to be um sure. let's get proof of concept I'm funny and I know it can take off yeah yeah it was and, and it, it kind of had that nostalgia which is something I really focus on now too of like you know they showed me this as a kid yeah kind of thing um well, at that moment did you think like I could be a TikToker, like I could make money or were you just kind of bored? <laughs> yeah, no, that's so fun. I, you know, I always like, I kind of hate the narrative of people being like, I never expected this to happen. Like it was always like in the back of my mind of like, sure. you know, if this works out, this would yeah. be great. And it's, 
and I, and, you know, I studied social media in school um, and kind of, it was so different then. And to look at the like timeline and how quickly it's all changed is so interesting, but like, like Rebecca Black, for instance, like, you know, like building a music career off of that. And you see, you know, you've seen a couple Justin Bieber has that narrative of like starting on YouTube and, and there's definitely like social media has built careers. And I think it's so interesting how we always had gatekeepers before for pretty much any entertainment career. You know, you, right. the label had to say yes to you. Yeah. The The movie studio had to say yes to you. You had to get, you know, you had to get the part in the audition. But social media kind of took that away yeah. and said, you can build your own fan base. You don't need the marketing dollars and the radio play and this and that. Pe- you know, you can find people that love what you do. Yeah. But at the cost of that is that everyone else can do that too. So you're competing with, everyone that wants to do it, but you don't need somebody to say yes to your vision because there's, I mean, not to like, but time and time again in music, you see an artist and the business side kind of fighting over the creative vision and the business wanting it to be marketable and and radio friendly or this or that. And the artist having a clear vision of, of creativity. And sometimes that finds a synthesis that is very successful. And sometimes I think the business kills the creative vision. And sometimes the creativity says, listen, if you want me, you're getting it my way or you're not getting it at all. (laughs) And we've seen that be really successful too. And so it just, you know, it just kind of depends what, what to do, but, but it's interesting how you can kind of take that business side away for a second and build something on social media. Well, tell me, do you agree that the whole era that we live in, the era of the influencer and and blowing up on your own? I mean, it's got its good. It's got its bad. The pros and the cons. I think, would you agree with like, you just, you get out of it, what you put into it? You know, you. Yes and no. Okay. Um, Because I think it's, it's a lot about being smart than it is about the hours that you put mm, into something. smarter, not harder. Ex- All right. Listen, okay. did I use that in a corporate interview? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> did I, the words work hard, play hard, leave my mouth. And I, part of my soul died. Like it was a freaking, um, a Harry Potter, like splitting part of my soul. Oh. It did. It did. <laughs> Um, we all, listen, we all have done something we're not proud of. And mine is saying work hard, play hard. Um, I'm going to send you a t-shirt now. Please. I think I might just show up to some like corporate brunch in the park and just like pretend, oh yeah, I work in it. It's been work from home. Um, they'll never know. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's hard because there's no, and that's, what's so fascinating about it is there's, and this is, I mean, this is entertainment in general is there's no like it's frustrating, but there's no, here are the steps. If you do, if you check these boxes, you will be successful. Like that's just not how it works. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's not the right side of, of what you're doing that, that really resonates with an audience. Sometimes it's timing. Sometimes it's that, you know, we already have a, a blonde haired country singing superstar right now. And, you know, all of those things, you know, affect it. And so, I think the biggest part, and I think if you want to be successful, I think the biggest thing that you have to do is experiment. And I think you have to try different things. And I think that you have to stay true to yourself, of course, but we're very multifaceted. Like staying true to yourself doesn't have to be like this tiny little, you know, tiny little thing. And, um, you know, you might 
you might find out that something you never expected would be your thing or would be what people know you for would be. I mean, there's tons of times where artists are like, this song was so dumb and it did in, you know, we just thought, whatever, we'll put it out. And then it blew up. That's right. It's back to the whole, you, it's always what you think it's not going to be. Your mm-hmm. silliest video that you never thought right. when it's going to, yeah. And I think that's too partly because th- there's no pressure. You're not putting pressure on yourself about it. You're not overthinking it. It's just like an authentic expression of you. Yeah. And I think for that's- For some reason, the universe picks up on it. And right. Like, All right. right. You're not going to see this coming. So here you go. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you just blew up on YouTube this week. Oh my, why did you do a deep dive or I did, did you- <laughs> I Googled three Stop. minutes before the meeting? No, I'm just kidding. Listen, um, make it five and you're golden. Tell us all about that. Yeah. Well, I have to like, ugh, I hate to be gassing up Hollyana here, but she, I know she was on the podcast earlier. I listened to her episode, big fan. Oh, and my goodness. love her. Um, and yeah, I did my research. Don't worry. Um, and she was like, Kat's telling me like listen you've got to post on YouTube shorts you've got to do it and then seeing her success I think she just hit 200,000 this week which is unreal unreal and for Um, for for context for anyone watching in January she had 4,000 and it is now April she has 200,000 it's insane insane exponential growth um and so I saw what was happening with her I was, you know, obviously so excited for my friend, um, but I was posting and posting and posting on YouTube and nothing was happening. And I was like, I know these are good videos, like, because they had performed well on multiple platforms. And I was like, you know, maybe they just haven't found the audience. Maybe, maybe YouTube doesn't trust me enough. They're like, we need at least three months of you really give, giving right. this your all. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, but all of a sudden, like I woke up one day and I was like, why do I have a thousand new subscribers? And then this I like, be a glitch. <laughs> I was like, yeah, did they put the wrong money in my account? Because <laughs> I mean, I'll take on? it, but I'll take it. I'll spend it before they can take it back. Um, and then, you know, I just started looking and refreshing and then like multiple videos were popping. And, um, and then it was like, I think I have like four or five now that are all a million plus shorts on YouTube, which is crazy, crazy, crazy especially for like, I already have the videos like it's just putting them somewhere else. I just spend like an hour a night putting them on other platforms now. And I guess I should give context too for anyone. So uh, in case anybody watching this doesn't know, TikTok started like the short form content, then Instagram followed with reels. Now YouTube is doing shorts. So it's literally like the same idea. It's just um, he's copying and pasting his viral TikToks onto YouTube and they have taken off. Yes. Yeah. And and Pinterest does their own too. Facebook is doing their own. Like it's very like... Everywhere. everyone's it's cool because because tiktok really has changed social media yeah. um and how you know how we consume content how it's delivered to us yeah. um but it's you know it's so interesting that the pros and the cons of that is anything because i think sure. it's harder now to build a fan base people mm-hmm. that you know know who you are um i get a lot i'll, I'll go out you know to see Biddy, to see Muffy Tuffy, I'll be like, it, you know, at the bar, whatever. And people will be like, did we go to high school together? And I'm like, are you from Ohio? <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, I know where you've seen me before, but I don't want to <laughs> say. Do you, are you just like, mm, I just have one of those faces. <laughs> I sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I'll just be like, you know, just, I guess I just look like 
or I'll say I get Billy Eichner a lot, the Billy on the street guy. That oh yeah, you know, I get that a lot. Okay, so I'll say like, oh, you probably thought it was Billy Eichner, um, or like, or they'll kind of figure like, oh, do you, do you like social media or something? And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. And then I'll like, and then I'll quote one of my videos. So so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first folks so oh. i'll be like these are things i thought were too busy can we shock for now they're incredibly and they'll be like oh my god oh <laughs> uh, can we get a selfie can we get a se- okay I, I eat that up though i'm like, sure i was please, gonna say please please this uh, is my 15 minutes who knows like please paparazzi everywhere oh uh, one day one day so glamorous so um, I don't even remember what we were talking, how we got there, but uh, oh, oh fan bases. Wait, that's kind of good. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that I always do this. I'm always, I'm a, t- I love a ram. I'm population one in Rambletown. Well, there's two. I'm here too. <laughs> um, I think that's the thing about you know. Okay, so you had. I wish I was like that research where I could tell you like the waves of social media, but yeah. you have like let's say let's go all the way back to like Fred. Uh, if you're familiar with Lucas Cruikshank, who did like the chipmunk voice on yes. his videos and was like, hey, everybody, it's Fred. And yes. you kind of had these people that would come up. You have Troy Sivan, you have uh, Miranda Sings. You have these people that came up doing characters or doing lifestyle or whatever, but you like sought them out. Yeah. Like you searched for their video. You knew it went up on Thursday, you know, whatever, how you found them. Um, but you knew who they were and knew their name and knew a lot about their story. But the way that content is delivered to you now, people might enjoy the content, but they might not, you know, realize who you are or realize that it's right. the same person. Um, Cause we've kind of, I think the branding is a lot, you have to work a lot harder at it than you, when it came sure. a little bit more. I wonder how many before. times someone has to see your video before they hit follow. Yeah, that's a great question. And I wish I had those analytics. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering out loud because I'm not an influencer, but I wonder like so for somebody who makes multiple TikToks a day or something like that, how many yeah. times does someone see your face before they actually think I'm going to go to this page and hit follow? Yeah. And that's the thing too, is, is I've worked. I mean, I don't want to say I worked hard. I just stole the idea from somebody else. Um, but I saw there's this, there's this TikToker I love. Her name's Rich Caroline. Um, and she's so funny. She does these like comedy skits where she's pretending to be this like this like rich girl over the top rich girl attitude but she has all these very quippy like lines where she's like um she's like never be someone's accessory unless it's to murder and like (laughs) she's so funny um but she would link her videos by responding to her own comment so it's kind of like it's very nitty-gritty like tiktok to explain but like basically you would see her video and then in the in the caption you could click on it and it would take you to another one of her videos Clever. and so yeah so if you and then the old one if you were seeing one of the old ones you would look in the comments and one of the first comments would be the next video yeah so it if you were like oh this is so funny oh there's another one oh i'll watch that one and you kind of would get i think that was a really good way to capture yeah you know capture an audience and i think that's a, a reason i had a high conversion rate yeah. Um, was because I started doing that with like, oh, you know, this is things I things everybody said in their elementary school playground part one, part yeah. two. And then they knew that there was more. Yeah. And it kind of subconsciously tells them to look at it. Look at yeah. more. 
Totally. Do you think, speaking of conversion, do you think that your TikTok following, you said you already kind of had an Instagram following before mm-hmm. TikTok blew up, but uh, did any of your followers transfer to like Instagram or Facebook, or do you think they kind of stay on the platform? Yeah. Um, cross-platform migration is one of the hardest things. Like yeah. it's so hard to get people to go from one platform to another, especially if there's not anything different there. You know, it's like, okay, if it's the same videos, I'm watching them here. Why would I watch them somewhere else? Um, But I definitely think, you know, and this is for anybody. This is for music. This is for acting. This is for lifestyle. This is for influencers. You have to have that 1% of people that like ride for you and love you and like will be, you know, change their profile picture on Twitter to your single cover and will be like telling all their friends about it and posting about it you have to be very conscious about, you know, spending time with those people, you know, meeting them, even if it's over the internet, even if it's a quick DM, you know, even if it's quick, like, you know, thanks so much for sharing that stuff means so much to somebody that's a fan of like, think of like when, if you had an artist that you were, you know, kind of an underground fan of like before they were mega, mega, like, I have a couple of those that I've screenshotted and been like, you're never going to believe who, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who responded to my comment or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think nurturing that, that group is kind of what drives, you know, the success later Absolutely. on. We are all fans first. We all it, start yes. out as fans. We are all still fans secretly, even when we're projecting that we are the stars, we are fans oh. first. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So you kind of brought up music. Mm -hmm. What are you doing with music these days? Oh my gosh. You're so sweet for asking. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So yeah. So I think that was, you know, to go back to kind of the, 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 where I was figuring out how to monetize. I was like, okay, um, what, how am I going to do that? And so I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of wonderful brands that I've worked with, um, that enjoy working with me, which is great. Um, but that is like, okay, if that role, if that rug gets pulled out, what, what am I going to do? Right. So I've been working on a couple projects um, as far as to kind of to build out, I call it like building the Disneyland. So like you have your magic castle, the thing that people know you for, and then like, you've got your tomorrow land. What's that look like? And what does your fantasy land look like? <laughs> um, and so one of the things I've been working on a little music project, I'm very excited about, I don't want to oh give too God. much away, but I think music is it's where I started entertainment. It's what really got me interested um, in entertainment. And it's kind of the thing that I like looked at and I said, okay, if this all goes away, if you know, your accounts all get deleted tomorrow, you would be very sad that you didn't use this opportunity to put out some music. Yeah. And so I was like, I have, I have to do it. And I think yeah. music is something that's so cool because people come back to it the way that they don't yeah. come back to a social media video. Right. People make memories with your song you know, it's, it becomes a part of their life. And, and I was just thinking about the other day, a song came on on my like shuffle. And I was like, Oh my God, I remember listening to this song. Like when I was working at the restaurant and I would bring home, I would steal a little lemonade from the restaurant and bring it home and watch big brother. Like, and you just like, it's so funny that listening to that song come up can bring you back into that world. And so, and that's something that like, 
you you don't really do with like a short form video or a comedy video. That's such a great you know? observation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you're bringing it. people joy, but you're right. The longevity is not. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And it's and it's just bringing people, you know, bringing people joy in different ways or bringing people comfort through a ballad yeah. or, you know, there's so many things. So, yeah. So it's definitely uh, it's definitely kind of finding its shape. It's kind of a project that I've had in my mind for quite a while. Um, it's definitely very nostalgic. Um in its in in kind of where it lives and where it sits but I'm excited to have you know I will also a little bit but um me and Holly got together and we co-wrote a song that I love I hope it you know I know I hope as I get you know as I get them all together get the get the songs together see what they all end up being um you know it's one that I really I really love what we what we what we put together it's called postcards oh my gosh Um, yeah so cute so that's all. That's all I'm gonna tell you. We got the exclusive here <laughs> on Jammin' and Jammy, ah! guys. That's so exciting. Okay, well, you have to keep us apprised. Of I will. Everything I will. Happening. I will. But I also like every day I go on a live stream. I do live streams three days a week on TikTok. It like is very hard for me not to just like leak everything that I'm working on. Oh, <laughs> because I'm sure. Creators, we get so excited about yeah. you know, and that's when, my when one. it's new. You're like, I want to share it. Yeah, I know. We're like dying to share it. Each little part of it. So. You know, if you if you go on my live stream and you bait me enough, I'll probably end up singing part of it for you. <laughs> You'll probably just have to ask him one time. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much it. So <laughs> okay, so a couple more questions. I can't. I wish we had all day because I could talk to you. I feel like all day. Um. Okay, a couple more questions. One, what is your ultimate dream? Because you're doing music. You're funny. You're an actor. Like, what do you want to do at the wow. end of the day? What does your biography oh my look gosh, like? Thank you so much for all those compliments. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I think it's cool now that you, I think back in the day, you were kind of stuck as a creative, right? And we saw like a couple people popping off. You had like a Whitney Houston who did like a bodyguard and like, you know, you had a couple people that would kind of cross entertainment platforms. And I think that's kind of been stripped away in a lot of ways where it's not as groundbreaking for like, you know, Addison Ray did um, He's All That on Netflix and then she's got music coming out. Yeah. And and I think there's uh, somebody that I really love. Her name's Trixie Mattel. She's a drag artist. Um, she was on RuPaul's Drag Race and had a kind of like, she would tell you this, but like a mediocre run. Like she went home like pretty early. She got to come back, but like nothing crazy. Yeah. But just using that to using that little attention to to really like build a career off of which I thought was so cool and she has her own makeup company now and she's on tour right now and she has music and so that's kind of I've always looked at her career I've looked at Troy Sivan's career as really like the sky's the limit with this stuff and so music's really important to me I would love to do some acting I would love to put out um I've I've like toyed around with the idea of putting out a kid's book um I think that would be super fun so there's like I don't know it's cool the sky's the limit and I think we have these new type of like internet personalities, internet yeah. celebrities that are able to don't have to choose, you know, one lane. And I, and I really love that, but everything yeah. feels like very like in the brand too. Cause if you're, you yeah, know, you it's you, it's me. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It is a really magical time right now. I mean, our parents, our grandparents had to have jobs and, you know, and now not that it's not hard work, but it's, and now we're just living off their money. So. Now, no, we're living, now we're living in their basements because of gas prices no, exactly. <laughs> and inflation. Yeah. It's terrible. No, but, but really, I mean, yes, the, I mean, 
everything's expensive. Life is hard. That is, but to be able to have the opportunity to make a living, making content and being creative and being funny and making music. What a beautiful life. It's so cool. And it's so cool. Like the way that all those barriers have been stripped where you really can post a video of yourself singing and you know, that can blow up and that can, you know, and can make a career. And it's, you know, it's so they always say, Oh, it's so cheesy, but they're like one video could change your life. But true. Just <laughs> in like a way, in it's very true. They say in one song, it's just yeah. one song that'll change your life. It's so true. It's true. I think the thing that, you know, and I've, I've read this a lot from songwriters too, is that yes, one song can change your life, but you're also writing a song every day or every other yeah. day, oh, or, you yeah. know, you know, right. it is. And it's, a you know, I film a video a day and For it's, sure. it's kind of integrating that into your life of having that moment for creativity every day and working on your craft every day. I think it's yeah. the best way to do it. You still have to put in your 10,000 hours. There's no you way still, around that. But there's so much beat it up. so much beauty and inspiration in the 10,000. I mean, I feel like I've put in 100,000 hours, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's the climb, y'all. <laughs> it Listen, if there's one thing that Miley Cyrus told us, it's that it's the climb. And there's a party in the USA. I love that song. I love Miley. Okay, Me and too. then we're going to leave people with... Um, with any words of wisdom, all these, all these people that are watching right now that are like, I want a million followers or I, you know, I want to put out a music project and maybe they're struggling a little bit. It's been a really rough couple of years. Do you have any words of wisdom for someone whose videos aren't popping off on YouTube yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I would say don't put so much pressure on yourself, have fun, yeah. be yourself and don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Yeah. And I think and and I think a lot of times it's it's the fear of putting yourself out there in the right way. I think we're all we're all such the main character of our own story. Right. Which is yes. so great. Right. But let that go for a little bit and realize that like your high school bullies are not going to see this video. And if mm. they do and if they care about it, that shows a lot more about them than it shows about you for having a good time and putting something out there. Yeah. So just do it. Just do it. This is sponsored by Nike. Yeah. (laughs) I wish I'll take the free product. I feel like there's so much we didn't talk about. So I hope you'll come back and we can do a part two because yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for doing this. Y'all go follow Scott. If you don't, I'm going to put your little stuff right here at Scott.Frenzel because Scott Frenzel was taken on all. How dare they? It's such a not common name, but whatever. The nerve. The nerve. Thank you so much, Scott. We'll we'll check in with you again soon. Thank you for having me. I so appreciate it.